Hello and welcome back to The Chatty Calligrapher. I'm Miranda and this week I'll be chatting about the tools needed to get started with broad nib calligraphy, specifically nibs, as well as some options for things to move on to when you're a bit more confident and a few little gems you'll need to know to start with minimal frustrations. Let's dip in. This episode will mostly be about the nibs you need because I could honestly be here all day if we talked about everything. But I will have some brief paper and ink recommendations at the end just to get you started. As the name suggests, Broad Nib Calligraphy uses a broad nib. This differs from the currently wildly popular modern calligraphy that's everywhere at the moment. That style uses a pointed nib. However, they do have one annoying quirk in common, which will be the bane of your practice efforts if you're unaware of it. What this means is that if you try to use a new nib, the ink will run straight off. Not exactly encouraging for a beginner. There are a variety of ways to remove this coating, and what you choose will depend a little on how delicate your nib is. The easiest option is to briefly expose the nib to an open flame. You can often see a ripple across the surface of the nib of the oil being removed, and your nib metal may change colour. Some people dislike this method because heat can make a nib more brittle, but I would say this is my go-to method for standard broad nibs. Other options include brushing with a bit of toothpaste, or the method I use for really small delicate nibs, dipping in sumi ink and wiping with a paper towel. This is just abrasive enough to remove the coating. I started out learning using speedball nibs, and I would recommend them to beginners wholeheartedly. They're also, luckily enough, the most common brand you see in art stores. It'll be easier to learn with a larger nib, so start with a C2. Somewhat confusingly, a lot of brands have the smallest width as the largest number, which has never made any sense to me. The speedball nibs have a bit of flex to them, so they're reasonably forgiving for people who are heavy-handed like me. They also come with a reservoir attached, but it isn't removable, so you have to make sure you clean them thoroughly. I would recommend having a set of nibs for black ink only, if you can, because black ink tends to set into a nib and it can pollute any colours that you try to use on the nib afterwards, even if you've given it a good clean. The only real drawback to the speedball nibs is that they use a thicker metal than the other brands, and the thickness doesn't change as the nib size decreases. This means they're not great at small sizes, and the thin lines are never going to be as crisp as other brands, but they are a great and forgiving starting point. So what about other brands? Maybe you've been practicing for a while and you want to tackle the challenge of smaller sizes, but you still want it to look good. Well, there are two main choices from here, and they're entirely down to preference. I'm currently using Browse nibs, and they have a slight slant to the end of the nib, which aids in writing at angles like the speedballs do. And they each come with a reservoir. These ones are removable for ease of cleaning. They are a stiff nib with nearly no flex at all, which means if you use a lot of pressure when you write, they will still behave. This is probably a good time to point out that generally speaking, broad nib calligraphy does not rely on pressure variation like pointed pen does. If your inks and paper are working well, your nib should just glide over the paper. But I have a heavy hand and still press way more than I need to, which is why brass nibs work for me. They give beautiful crisp lines and are ready to go straight away, after you flamethrower them of course. The other option is William Mitchell nibs. These are favourited by people who are doing the right thing and have a lighter touch, but they're a little bit more fiddly and I would consider them an advanced nib. 
but by all means give them a go. They come with a completely squared end, so sometimes need a little bit of filing to make sure the corners of the nib don't catch on your paper, but they give amazingly crisp lines. They're significantly more flexible than either the Browse or the Speed Brawl, which can be useful further down the track when slight pressure changes are introduced for interesting effect. You'll have more range with these. They have reservoirs, but they will need to be bought separately, so it can be tricky getting them to fit on the nib, and they sometimes need some bending and encouragement to get them to sit well. There are other brands out there, such as Tang, and probably others I've never heard of, but these are definitely the main two. Now, if you're buying nibs, you will also need a holder. Speedball make these as well, and they're perfectly fine starting place. There are two basic categories of holder, ones with little metal teeth that can be adjusted to hold the nib and ones with plastic ring. These generally come in two different sizes and broad nibs fit in the larger one. I prefer the plastic ones because they grip the nib better and they won't rust. You do need to make sure that the inside of the holder doesn't get wet though because it can still rust the nibs. For broad nib calligraphy, you only need a straight holder. Although I do know some left-handers use an oblique to help them get the angle correct but those are intended for pointed pen. This might seem a little overwhelming, too expensive, or just too much choice. I don't want all these options to put you off though, so a parallel pen might be the thing for you. They are from a fountain pen brand called Pilot, and they come in four different sizes. They use an ink cartridge, so they're great for a beginner in you don't have to worry about finding the right ink and figuring out why it's not flowing. These work straight out of the box. They come with two cartridges, a black and a red, as well as a thin bit of plastic that can be inserted between the metal plates where the ink comes out if you're having flow issues. The whole pen can be taken apart to be rinsed in water when you are changing cartridges, and as long as it's left to dry properly before being reassembled, it's totally fine to get the whole thing wet. You can of course dip these as well if you like, and there are refill cartridges you can get in a variety of colours. They're a great beginner tool, particularly if you aren't really sure if broad nib is your thing. You will, of course, need something to write on. Paper is a tricky topic that will get its own episode at some point, but bleed-proof paper would be my recommended practice paper. You might also hear about a brand called Rhoda. This is good as well, but it's more or less the same sort of thing. You'll probably find bleed-proof paper is cheaper and you can get it in larger sizes from more places whereas Rhoda is a little bit specialised and marketed specifically for fountain pens. Parallel pens will definitely need bleed-proof paper the most due to the type of ink in the cartridges. They're pretty prone to bleeding on something like standard printer paper. Bleed-proof paper will allow you to try a wider range of inks, so you can be less picky with those. There are so many amazing inks out there to try, it really is going to come down to preference. My recommendations for beginners would be Higgins Eternal as a lovely black practice ink and something like Ecoline or Winsor & Newton Calligraphy range for some coloured options. I'm looking forward to doing some reviews of more obscure inks in the future, but these will definitely get you started. If you're finding it hard to get these ones or you want to use an ink that you already have to hand, my only recommendation is to steer clear of acrylic inks. They dry on the nibs really quickly and often need to be thinned down to work in the first place. It's definitely more of an advanced ink type. 
If it really is the only thing you have though, the best suggestion I have is to regularly dip in water that has a little bit of Windex in it. This will help dissolve the acrylic off the nib and keep them clean. This pretty much covers all the tools you'll need to get started. It isn't 100% of what you need to start learning a script, but getting used to the tools first can be helpful before attempting to do anything specific with them. I hope you found this episode informative. Please leave a comment or hunt me down on Instagram at Pigment Calligraphy and let me know what you thought. Thanks for tuning in. That's all for now from the Chatty Calligrapher.